0: Welcome to My Journey, the podcast for individuals who are seeking to write their own stories while creating a more healthy life along the way. My name is Brian Pickowitz, this is My Journey, and now it's time to start yours. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to My Journey. I am your host, Brian Pickowitz. And I'm Lindsay Rago. And we want to welcome you all to episode number 60 of our podcast. So today is all focused around you, and what we want to do is we want to empower you to gain momentum on the next year of your life. And one thing I am super passionate about right now is that this new year is also a new decade. And I think that looking at it through the lens of how this is going to set you up to pursue the next 10 years of life is something that we don't really get the opportunity to Illustrate in such an articulate way. Like, I know for me, like, I've set 10 year goals and then I walk them back. But right now we're in like this really fresh time. And I think it's really empowering. And so that's what this whole podcast is about. It's really how to create momentum for 2020, but how that's going to launch you into the new decade of your life.
1: And we really want to give you guys a step by step. Process to the way that we should set resolutions and the mm. way that we should set goals for the new year. Because I, I personally, I love setting goals for the new year. I think it's so fun to have a clean slate, to be able to dive into all of the adjustments you want to make and tweaks you want to make to yourself and to your life. I think it's... It's such a great process when it's done in an effective way, so I can all speak to that experience and kind of how 2019 went for me throughout this podcast, and I know Brian will a little bit, and so that's really what we're going to dive into with this. So
0: Well, I think it's fascinating, too, because before we jumped on this episode, um, Lindsay's like, well, you're like, I I really love New Year's resolutions, and I was like, I am kind of like anti-resolution. Not anti in the way of like you shouldn't set goals, you shouldn't have these different targets because there would be no point in us talking about this today. <laughs> but I think that setting resolutions can become a panacea for wishful thinking. Like, oh, well, hopefully this year I get my health in order, or oh, I, I want to lose some weight, or I want to make a little bit more money, or I finally want to get out of this career. like. I think a lot of times there's some astronomical stat, like seventy five percent or eighty percent of all New Year's resolutions fail within the first month. Um, I wish I had the actual.
1: Because it's also like I'm gonna I'm gonna quit alcohol and sugar forever, starting in twenty twenty. Yeah, it's and it's like how long on can one you day? sustain that? Well,
0: and, and that's the thing. It's like it's over the top aggressive approach to bad goal setting. And <laughs> yeah, and. I think that through a simplified approach, which we're going to lay out here, there's four different steps that I truly believe will set apart your New Year's resolutions and will really articulate the direction that you go in. And so that's what we want to focus on today, and that's really what we're leaning into, giving a fresh slate, almost imagine wiping away all the preconceived notions about what a resolution should be. And presenting you with something that's real raw and authentically helpful mm-hmm. for this direction. And one thing I'm going to kick it to you in a second, lens. but one thing we want to encourage you to do is as you're listening to this, engage with yourself. And so the whole thing is when you listen to a podcast, you listen to an audiobook, you're listening to something that's engaging you Write down. The thing that inspires you set, set some time, like right now, like block off 15 minutes on your calendar for after this podcast, after you listen to this, after you get to work or after you get out of work and say, okay, I'm going to listen to this. Like I'm going to make the key points that I need to do. And then just walk yourself through what you want the next year to look like, because that's the whole point of this being here. Like, yeah, we're coaches. We have coaching programs. We have all these different things, but the most important thing for us and for this audience is that it helps you and whether you work with us or not it doesn't matter it's like does this episode help you and the way it's going to help you is if you also take action so mm-hmm. I want to say that point before we dive in and I'm going to kick it to you because you had something that you, I could just feel it it was on the tip <laughs> of your tongue and I know that you need to get it out into the universe
1: yeah all I was going to say was pretty much a, a slightly different way to word what you just said but all of this stuff like you're gaining momentum on 2020 by doing these things but you gain my m- momentum by doing the things that you actually write down which is ba- basically what brian said as well but once you get all this stuff down on paper start moving when once we get to step number four that will all make sense but what do you, you want to go and give them number one because i yeah. know they're dying to hear number one well
0: this is my favorite thing and i'm gonna steal this a little bit from something I read recently, but I'm also going to steal it from like my personal journey. And so this first phase is not about setting the goal. It's about auditing this year. So a lot of times we like to set goals. We like to say, okay, well, I want to change this next year of our lives, Mm -hmm. but we haven't really looked at what went well for us this year. And we haven't identified the challenges that have stood in our way to getting where we want to be. So it's really easy to say I need to get healthier.
1: It's like where you're at. Yeah. Whatever you're currently frustrated with. Yes.
0: And, and also like looking at what went well. And so the first thing is not to set massive goals. The first thing is to audit yourself from 2019. Like what went really well for you this year? What are you really proud of? What is something that you can give yourself a major win for? Then the reason why this is so important is because We tend, like all of us, like literally every single one of us, it's really easy to focus on the negative. Like, oh, I didn't hit this mark. Like there were so many goals that I arbitrarily wrote down this year that I didn't reach. And the amazing thing about that is I gained so much more by not reaching them. Because I had to go through a process of self-discovery on what I stood for, what I wanted to put into the universe, and what really matters the most to me. And okay, so that arbitrary goal that I had set, or all these different things I had set that I really wanted, there was just miles and miles and miles of dirt to trudge through. Mm -hmm. And if I don't audit myself and say, okay, well, what went well and what didn't go well, And then asking myself the question of like, okay, what was the real challenge for not going my way? Mm -hmm. By setting it up so that you are auditing yourself, you get a realistic look at where you physically are and what you need to do in order to move yourself forward. Mm -hmm. And so simply asking yourself, what are three to five, like I would say five to 10 probably big things that you were proud of yourself for. And that can be simple. Like, hey, I wasn't such a jerk. Or I I was more patient with my relationship Mm -hmm. or like I'm really proud of myself because like this year, like solid win I'm gonna give myself like one on the checklist for is you and I were able to figure out how to work with each other. Mm -hmm. Like wouldn't happen if like I if if I wasn't focused on building what we're building together. Mm -hmm. And obviously you too, like it's it's a mutual thing, but that's something like for me that I'm mindful of celebrating. So like that might not seem like a massive thing. Like it's not like losing 50 pounds or like some of the tangible things that we tend to think of as goals, Mm -hmm. but auditing what went really well from a personal standpoint is the next big step for actually addressing the challenges that stopped you from getting where you want to be? I mm-hmm. take it to you on that.
1: No, yeah, I love that. I think it's it's a really great representation of what happens when you do audit because it it lets you have. It's not like it's not about looking through a rose colored lens, but in a way, it it kind of is because you want to you don't want to just get to the end of the year and be like, well, wow, that was a, an awful year. And hopefully I can just forget about that. It's mm-hmm. like, well, there's definitely a lot of things that went well. Like maybe you got a promotion and it led to a stressful position, but you still got a promotion. Like that's still great. It showed that you did a lot of great work. So yes.
0: Well, I want to say something like, because this is so like so important. It also helps you identify what or helps you identify what stories you're holding on to. Okay. Like, that's one thing that, like, in my heart, like, feels so real um, to say, like, okay, if you if something didn't go your way, like, let's say that you had, maybe you, you you didn't reach your fitness goal, you struggled, like, I had a client that I worked with this year, she she lost a tremendous amount of weight in the last year, um, and then the last, like, four to six months have been a little challenging for her, and that's because she's had, a tr- like, she's had tremendous, tremendously challenging and serious personal things happening in her life. And so it's really about her not just maintaining that but being able to adjust her focus. And so if if you were to look at that from like an arbitrary lens of let's say defeat, you might be able to say well I didn't reach my fitness goal. Mm. But that's not true because you might have needed something else in that time. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I say, like by auditing yourself, you get to change the story that you're playing into. Mm-hmm. And that gives you a realistic focus on what you actually experienced.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that's awesome. And it's I, I could even lead into the next one with this, but I had this experience where I went through all of 2018 having had these great, audacious, uh Different levels of goals that I wanted to achieve and I actually hit them all but funny story was that I got to the end of 2019 and did an audit just like this like oh okay all the goals I wrote down in a in a blog post I, I checked off pretty much all of those that were important but I don't feel satisfied for some reason and mm-hmm. it was like hmm, why is that and by doing that audit it let me change the f- 2019 which led to this year feeling like a massive success from all, Because I, I changed the way that I wrote my goals based on, oh, I wrote goals this way in 2018. And then I wrote them drastically different based on that audit. Mm. So if that makes sense. It, it allows you to go through the year and regardless of whether or not you feel successful, it lets you shift for the next year.
0: Yeah, and so that's the point. So I want to I put a pin in there. Um, because like what you just said was that when you had reached all your marks, you still weren't fulfilled. And that allowed you to address the challenges mm-hmm. that were holding you back from fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Like, and, yeah. and, and that's the difference. It's like it's it's what is going to actually allow you to be fulfilled. Right. Like this year, I spent more time with friends than I probably. I, I spent more time making friends, building relationships, having friendships than I had over the last three years. Like probably combined,
1: probably, maybe even more, <laughs> maybe through college.
0: Yeah, because because okay. I was so focused for, over the last you know. Through four years of my life on quote unquote building a business building building my coaching helping clients like I I would just work and work and work because it's like hey like if you're not a client I'm I'm so focused on that part of my life that it didn't open me up and I had closed it off because I right. thought like it didn't help me but the amount of joy that I got like we threw a Christmas party the other day it was amazing it was so, it was so amazing to be like oh, holy hell, like we're having all these people that want to come and hang out with us and just be together. And so it's like, when you audit yourself, you get to see what challenges are actually stopping you and you get to live a, a more fulfilling life that way.
1: Yeah. And you get to actually set a new vision. So that's, yes. that's number two is really setting up what you actually want for yourself and really getting clear on it. So it's not about just being realistic though. Cause You'll kind of hear that sometimes, like set, set a goal that's realistic that you can achieve or set up these milestones and we're going to take it down and, and just say, just be practical in some sense. Like you, if you're going to say, I'm just going to exercise and I'm going to lose 200 pounds this year, that's a lot for your body to handle, to handle if you will. So there's a lot of different things that you can do to really set your targets and Set them in a way that you know you can reach them if you put in the work. They're not necessarily easy, but you know that if you set up your system to get there and your, your plan, whatever it is that you need to change, you will get there. Um, even if it challenges you, that's, that's really the, the goal. And when you do sit down and set your vision, really get specific on the, the big picture, because mm. then there's going to be a lot of different little visions and targets and all these different milestones underneath that big vision. And that's where I think people miss out is that they don't set up the big vision. It's like, okay, well, I want to stop smoking, lose 50 pounds, get my health aligned, and I don't know, another one, uh, get a promotion. Yeah. But they don't actually set up like, what do I want my life to look like at the end of next year? Like, do I want to be waking up and going into work at 9 and – feeling really great in my skin, wearing this type of clothing and, um, driving this type of car and like all of those pieces that allow you to get excited about it. And what's your
0: energy in that vision?
1: And what's your, what's your energy? How do you feel? How do you
0: feel? How do you show up? mm -hmm. Like, and and the cool thing about setting a vision is it literally is whatever you want.
1: Yeah. There's no have tos or
0: shoulds. And I love, so it's pragmatic versus realistic. Like when I graduated college, my vision was to live in California, to to coach people, and to have that lifestyle of a fitness, I'll say a fitness model, bodybuilder, like whatever tone you want to put that with. But within the next six months of setting that vision, the goal was accomplished. So you can do whatever you want right. to do. You, you realistic, is, um... realistic is a framework that you have to also set on yourself, though, because the realistic thing was not just doing it. Like I could have just easily been like, Oh, I graduated from college. I'm going to move to Los Angeles, but I knew it wasn't quote unquote, the most pragmatic way. It wasn't the most practical way. It wouldn't actually be successful. Or as successful as it could have been in the way that I did it. Mm. And so that's auditing yourself in a way. But yeah. it's setting your vision so that you have this clear vision of, like, what it like what it actually means for you to have a fulfilling 2020. Or ask yourself right now, like, where do I want to be in 10 years? Because in 10 years, like, so many things can change. So many things can change. Like, when 10 years ago, and obviously, like, I'm 25. I'm not going to act like I, I have life figured out. But 10 years ago, I got arrested and I was hanging out with drug dealers, I was partying three days a week, like, if I play out the scenario where I keep going down that path, then it's a totally different vision than where we are today. And so what I'm saying is, like, 10 years can separate you from everything that you have right now, good or bad. And so play into the vision that you want,
1: Mm -hmm. and And then work backwards and
0: then work backwards. Mm -hmm. So if you're like, Oh, 10 years from now, I want to be, I want to have my own business and I want to be in amazing shape and I want to go travel the world. I want to be able to see my family in a healthy position and whatever that looks like physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, like then walk it back to what you need to do now. And so here's the thing, obviously our means of transformation is fitness but when you transform your health, that cascades into everything else. So mm-hmm. like for you, you might say like, oh, I don't know if I can do all the things that I just said. And maybe there's a part of what I just said that resonates you. With, but you're like, oh, but I have no confidence or my health is not in order. Or I just I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with with taking care of myself because I'm, um, I'm not going to the gym or I'm not exercising or I'm overweight or whatever it is that you feel like you're struggling with if you break through that first barrier in this year, you're free for that for the next nine. Mm -hmm. Like you literally have all that mental bandwidth for the next nine years to not think of that anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's like ask yourself where you wanna see yourself by by 10 years from now, then five years from now, by the end of this year, if you remove this one challenge or ask yourself what is the one challenge that you literally could attack this year and make it about, and set that pace Mm, and then and then like you said like setting the pragmatic goal of okay if I let's say like you're like I need to lose 50 pounds okay you have to lose five pounds in order to lose 50 pounds focus on doing that you have to eat healthy every day or you have to be mindful with your food you don't have to eat healthy every single day but you have to be mindful with your food you have to exercise and move your body and you have to find some way to be consistent Mm -hmm. Set your pace with those things and everything else will come together.
1: Yeah, I think that's perfect. And when you have that vision in mind, then you kind of have to start analyzing what needs to go Mm. from your life or what needs to be added. So you want to take them down that
0: route? I've been kind of taken down. (laughs) I took
1: down down the vision route. Well, when we say take take remove things or add things. It's just about taking inventory. So you have this big vision for yourself and you now say like, okay, well in this vision, I was like 50 pounds down and I had a promotion. I had all these different things in my life and I felt great. Now it's like, okay, well what has to happen first? Mm. Well, all right. I, I know I need to start exercising and I know that I need to start showing up a half an hour early to work to make sure that I'm more effective. Like all these different little, little things. But when you start taking inventory, it's like okay, well, what needs to go? Like what needs to be removed, mm. or who needs to re- be removed or in order, to, or reduced in order to make that happen? Like, for example, maybe you're exhausted every day because your sleep schedule is awful. Mm. So take inventory. What needs to what needs to go in the evening to help you get a better night's rest? Maybe it's TV. Maybe it's an indulgence like watching three episodes of a show.
0: Like we've done.
1: We've done that. It's okay.
0: Um, (laughs) Well, can I jump in? Yeah. Well, it's like one of the things that we were talking about is recently we started consuming more like TV at night. And this is a habit that I was like a little frustrated by because with us, like we'll, we have a tendency to work extremely long hours. And I don't say that as like a braggadocious thing, which kudos for saying braggadocious right um, but we have this tendency to work until sometimes like 10 p.m last night we worked until almost 10 p.m and there's sometimes this habit of like oh, i just i want to have time to wind down so we'll extend our netflix time for like an extra hour and that became a habit for like the last month maybe month and a half two months and so Instead of saying, like, I need to stop watching Netflix. Like, we need to stop watching Netflix, Lindsay. We need to stop doing this. It's like, hey, let's just set it so, like, we only watch one episode at a time.
1: Or that we, like, watch a little bit more on the weekends and kind of cut it out during the week or, like, kind of just adjusting for what works for our schedule, right? So that's what we mean by, like, remove or reduce or adjust things and take inventory.
0: Yeah, and I think the cool thing about taking an inventory is you get to play the game of what you actually want. So it's like thinking of okay, well, if I had, if I had to be successful over the next five years, like, this is something I've done, and it's so much fun. It's like, who would I actually need to connect with? Mm. Like, who would I need in my life? What mentor would I need in my life? And this is the cool thing, like, I and so I try not to be too high in the clouds, like, when I talk about this stuff, because I also want to be practical, meaning, like, I want to... I think that when it comes to like the law of attraction, or it comes to like seeking things, like it is a hundred and ten percent about effort. But you have to know what you're putting the effort in towards, and that's where actually thinking about this comes into play. So, every single time in my life where I have asked for someone, like asked like I need a mentor to help me with this, uh, you know, I, I need someone who is on this path or I'm, I'm seeking more people who are in this area so I can learn about it. Those people have shown up because I'm actively looking for them. hundred percent. One of them is sitting next to me right now. <laughs> Tee, Tee, but so when, when you take an inventory of your life, you get to, it's imagining it if as if you were like building your own shop of who you wanted to become. And like you're building up this brand and this business that is your life. And you're asking yourself like, okay, in order for this to be exactly what I want, what do I need to put in that warehouse? Like who needs it to be working there? Who needs to be in that space? Hmm. What is there? And then you look at it as if it's like a, an abandoned building almost. And be like, okay, what needs to go? Mm-hmm. Because there's so many things that we hold on to that need to go. Like, Like quite frankly, like for me, one thing I had to let go of this year was like thinking I had to be a bodybuilder still. Mm-hmm. Like, I had my identity still wrapped up in the way that I looked. And by doing that, it caused me more internal strife than it needed to because I was like, well, I'm helping people with their mindset. I'm helping them with their habits. Am I a life coach? Am I a fitness coach? Well, am I supposed to be more of a bodybuilding person? Like, and I hadn't completely gotten comfortable with the idea of who I was mm-hmm. because I hadn't assessed what I actually needed to go.
1: Yeah, that's and, a great point.
0: And so when you take an inventory, you're asking yourself, like, what do I want to gain? For me this year, it was relationships. Mm-hmm. I wanted to gain more relationships. I wanted to gain a new outlet, which is running. I wanted to get rid of the need to have to show my physique all the time and feel like that was my merit. Mm-hmm. Because I still hadn't completely broken away from that mindset. And the cool thing is, is like, I can still have an amazing physique. I think I actually look better now than I did at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that it it defines me though. Like my definition of who I want to be is someone who leads by their voice and their heart, not by their physical appearance. Mm -hmm. And so that inventory helped me. I'm going to kick it to you though. I'm going to put you on the spot.
1: With what?
0: What is something Mm -hmm. that you took an inventory of this year that you added and what is something that you reduced or took away?
1: Mm. Well, there was a lot of things this year. (laughs) There was a lot of things and people and challenges, and and I could go on forever. I think we're going to do a whole podcast about it specifically, so stay tuned for that if you want to hear all of these things. But one thing, um, I added new mentors so that I could run a successful event, Mm. and I also added an event to my repertoire because that was something that was on my heart and something I wanted to do, and I knew in order to do it, I needed someone to help me create it with the big, the big vision that I had for it and all the details I saw in my mind, I was like, there is no way that I am going to successfully effectively do this myself. So I I brought in a coach to help me with that planning. So that was one thing that I took inventory on. I was like, well, this is something I want to do and I I can't do it by myself or I could, but it might sputter out and be awful. So I, I took inventory on that for sure. Um, Was that the main question, or did you say something to remove?
0: What did you reduce or remove?
1: I reduced reduced my bodybuilding style training as well. I reduced the amount that I was weight training and really just training in general. I mean, because I felt like, and that might sound weird, but follow me, because I was training. I felt like I had to train in a weight training setting, like in a bodybuilding setting, like six times a week. Sometimes seven. Like I I really felt like I had to if I wanted to maintain the body that I have or keep keep feeling like I was, I don't know, keeping up with everybody else on the internet or just like the these ideas I had for myself. And so I don't I think the initial thing was I looked at my my physique and I had built a lot of muscle that I didn't necessarily want anymore, which I never thought I would come to. But I had just built a lot of muscle. I had really worked my, my butt off. And then at that point, I just didn't really need it anymore because I wasn't competing.
0: Can I say something? Mm-hmm. Is it more accurate to say that you worked your butt on?
1: <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> so I reduced the amount of... I took a leap and decided... Like, I took inventory and said, if I don't like this body that I have or if I don't like the way that it's going more so, because I still love my body. But if I don't like the way that this is going, what do I need to change In order to actually have what I want and what do I actually want? So I was like, okay, well, I guess I need to reduce the amount Mm -hmm. of weight training I do, see what happens. And that opened up space for all the beautiful things I wanted to add, like CrossFit and yoga and mobility and
0: being dragged in a running running races, running half
1: <laughs> running a half marathon um all these different things rest days like just things that i needed to have and i couldn't have had those things if i didn't reduce or i didn't remove it because i still love weight training but i reduced it
0: well and here's the cool thing by doing that you became a much better coach yes and, s- and so True. it's it's like when you reduce things you you're, become better well you're creating space for things that matter
1: mm. instead of just feeding into fear yeah like, like, I must continue to do this, otherwise yeah. this will happen.
0: Well, because, like, it's like you think about cutting out a toxic relationship. Yeah. Which we all have to do. Like, there's so many times where, like, there's someone in your life who's just holding you back. And and the truth is, it's not, it's not about playing a victim, like, oh, it's their fault. Right. Like, oh, they're holding me back. Because the truth is, if you are allowing that relationship to hold you back, then you're the person <laughs> holding you back. This is true. And so when you remove yourself from that relationship other people then have permission to fill that space
1: mm-hmm. so true
0: and so it's like oh well I don't want to gain I don't want to lose this one thing like we all act out a scarcity because we don't want to lose the thing that we're wrapped up in mm-hmm. but by freeing ourselves and just giving ourselves permission to pursue what actually is going to be meaningful and happy for us mm-hmm. we do create space for the intentional people actions lessons and wisdom mm-hmm. that we need in order to grow yeah. and so
1: with that said so we have let's recap real quick yes before so we go to number four yes
0: if you are listening right now there are three steps that we want to give you that we've said so far. and then we're going to dive into the last one that's going to be the most impactful for you in this journey
1: so one do an audit of your 2019 what went well what didn't go well Etc.
0: What do you need to actually shift Change. in order to overcome that next challenge?
1: Set your vision, but do it in a pra- practical, pragmatic way, in a way that you can actually achieve your goals and that you can figure out what you need to know in order to get there.
0: And get excited about it.
1: Yes, yeah, so, set something that gets you excited.
0: Don't That's write important. down, I want to lose weight. Get specific, get excited, and imagine yourself actually being the person who achieves that.
1: Yes, so important. So so important. I need to do this for myself. So I'm excited uh, to do it for 2020. Yes,
0: and we're going back to New Hampshire.
1: Yes, and uh, that's going to be. That's so the best fun. part. The best part word.
0: about Christmas. So like. Is New Hampshire? Well, I, I mean, yeah, I love going back to New Hampshire. But when we um, travel during the holiday season, it's usually right before Christmas and then right into the New Year's, and we always spend that time writing and oh it's reading. true and that's it's like go. So like, oh, what are you doing
1: here? oh and it's so fun I was gonna say my favorite part is the plane ride because I get to think so you're on the same page number three is take inventory what do you need to add or reduce in your life in order to achieve the vision that you set and then number four
0: so number four and this is going to be something that I, I highly encourage you to jot down either mentally or throughout this process of taking a step back away from this podcast. But number four is set your intention of the non-negotiables or the minimums in your life. Like minimum, I have to train three days a week. Minimum, I have to track my food. Minimum, I need to wake up 15 minutes early and and meditate or journal. Like what are the minimums? Set your intention for how you want to show up throughout the week and then take action. And the reason why I take action is there is because it's really easy to be a person who waits until Monday. It's really to be it's really easy to be a person who waits until New Year's. Mm-hmm. Like you're listening to this podcast, it's December 24th, December 25th or December 26th or 7th. I will give you that it's probably one of those 4 days because you had the holidays happening. If you tuned in to listen to me on New Year's or Christmas Eve, then like I love you so much. (laughs) But the thing about it is you can start doing these things now. This is true. You can start gaining momentum right now. And once you align on what you actually want, once you align on what it looks like for you to take that next step into who you want to become, don't delay. Because when you feel that feeling, like there's been so many things in my life that I've said no to. And... I always know when it's the wrong decision. To say no? To say no. Like, oh, I wanted a thing. I'm not going to go do it, though. Because, meh. Like, two examples from this year was running the half marathon and running the marathon. Like, I didn't sign up until the day before. Because I was like, oh, do I really want to go do this? And, like, why am I doing this? And, like, all these internal shifts that I needed to make... And as soon as I realized that I was feeling that way, I aligned and just said, nope, this is what I'm doing. And once we take action, then we can build momentum. But without taking action, there is no momentum that can be built.
1: Mm -hmm. That's true. I would agree with that. And I was talking to somebody the other day about this. Just what do you need to do in December to feel really, really good to implement new things, more challenging things by January? Because most people want to incorporate all the new challenging things right on january 1st instead of doing some easier quote easier things to set the habit of doing something every day so that you can do the harder things Mm. every day so think about that for a sec redo it in your brain for example this person I was talking to, I was like, "Okay, well, what would you need to do like now to for the next 2 weeks of December until January just to feel like by January you can start doing these harder things, you can you can pick up on this next program, you can do this the uh, and the, that and the other thing." And she was like, "Well, I would need to do movement every day like at least 20 minutes of a yoga flow or a walk and like every day for me to feel really good and I would have to start cooking my food before my work week starts." And that was it. And I was like, okay, do you think you can do that? And she was like, absolutely. There's no questions asked. And I was like, that's 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 beautiful. That's exactly it. And for her, that's what it was. So don't compare yourself to what that is. Maybe yours is more or less. It doesn't matter. The key is that she's establishing something daily slash weekly that will allow her to build upon it. Because that's what momentum is. It allows you to build up and build up from there. So you want to establish whatever you can with regard to the things that you want, right? Don't do something random. That's not you're not going to work on in 2020. Yeah. So set your intention and start taking action on small things. Like maybe it's just picking out a new gym and starting to walk on the treadmill over there to get used to it, 15 minutes a day or something like that. It's just to establish that baseline so that by the time 2020 rolls around, you're ready to dive way deep. So those are my thoughts. I think that's a great place and I hope that this is really helpful for you guys. I'm excited to do this myself. Yeah. Like, we wrote this up and I'm like, dang, I need to dive into this.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, just reworking. Cause like banging the rust off of the, the practices.
1: Ooh, I like that.
0: <laughs> but so thank you all for tuning in. And so a reminder, first thing to do audit your year audit 2019 and shout out to Tim Ferris. Tim Ferris posted that. And that mm-hmm. was like, Oh yeah, that's what we're doing. And so I wanted to kind of like shout out Tim because Tim is the best. Um, like I know him, um, him, him and all I, me and Tim, me and Tim are boys. Um, then set your vision for what you want the next year, five to 10 years, walk yourself back into goals that are the most realistic right now, or practical rather, and start to move forward on those pieces. Take an inventory of what you're at right now. And what do you need to add? Who do you need to add? What do you need to take action on? And what needs to be reduced or removed from your space? And then set your intention on who you actually want to become, and once you know that something is going to get you moving in the right direction, take action, because that is what it is all about. Action builds momentum, even if it's, even if you're taking four steps forward, but it's four degrees to the right, that's better than sitting in place for another year.
1: Mm, so good. And since we are talking about ending 2019, rolling into 2020 and rolling into a n- new decade, we want to also quickly talk about the big project that Brian and I have been working on that we've been truly, truly so excited about because it's so different. It's so unique and it's everything we've coached people through for the past four years that brings us so much joy, but that also really helps people adjust and change their lifestyle and their body. So what is it?
0: So we have been working on the fitness project. And so the fitness project is actually something that we've launched before, but we've revamped it and we've totally overhauled every piece of it so it is the best coaching experience that we can offer people for six weeks. So as a six-week group coaching program, we want to make it a really simple and easy way for people to not only get the body they love, but to build the lifestyle they love and really get a leg up on the new year. It's not obviously a panacea for, hey, in six weeks you're going to lose all your weight, you're going to have all these perfect habits, but it's really about creating space for you to align on the person that you want to become because that's really what fitness does, is it allows you to become the person you really want to be.
1: Exactly. And like he said, it's really about making these small lifestyle tweaks, if you will. So that's one half of the program is all about making the lifestyle tweaks, really giving you the mindset that allows you to sustain the body you build. But we're also giving you all the tools that you need in order to build your body and the guidance. So we created the Fit Body Kit, which is what we love calling this uh, physical side of things. And that is going to be all of the things that you need with regard to your nutrition, how to really fuel your body, how to eat in a way that you enjoy and that you can sustain. Mm. But that still lets you change your body however you'd like to change your body or improve your performance, whatever it may be for you. And then also you're going to get a customized training program that's for you as well. So one that's suited to your your schedule, your level of experience, uh, the things that you need for your body as things, well.
0: And your goals too. And your
1: goals. Yes, exactly. So that's the physical side of things. And as far as the mental side of things, dive into a little bit more because I only barely alluded to it yeah
0: so what we wanted to do is we wanted to craft a system for people to improve their lifestyle habits because what we've realized and our whole philosophy in coaching is that when we focus on building a lifestyle it allows us to not only get better results but we actually get more fulfillment out of those results and the results stay. And so we are going to help you craft sustainable lifestyle habits that help you gain clarity on your vision, help you improve your relationship with food and your body, meaning not necessarily how you eat, but understanding yourself and understanding your hunger cues, understanding how you're interacting with food so that you can build the balanced nutrition plan and the Mm -hmm. balanced lifestyle you want, while also giving you a simple, practical way to implement daily routines. And the whole goal is not to just give you like a step-by-step process, but to help you shift your mindset so that you can actually make fitness a lifestyle.
1: Exactly. And because there are so many small tweaks to be made, we're really going to guide you through this with our coaching. So we're going to be walking everybody through this program for the full six weeks. Everybody's going to have an individual touch point with us. So no... No fitness projecter need to come up with no challenger, no participant will be left behind, <laughs> yes. if you will. So we're going to be coaching people on an individual basis and on a group basis because community is huge.
0: And so how that's going to happen is you're going to have a weekly email that's going to be a reflection of your progress. What went well? What challenges are you having? What um, are some things that you want to celebrate? And that way we can adjust your program. We can give you real-time feedback with us and our team.
1: And we're also going to have those group video calls once a week. And we really want to encourage people to take advantage of having a supportive community, having people around them who they can pull challenges from and really other people's experiences so that if they're going through something similar, they can see how Person X handled it and they can handle it themselves and really keep moving forward together.
0: It's really about creating a space too where people feel excited. Mm-hmm. It's it's like- And can celebrate. Yes, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a safe space. We want to make sure that it's a safe space where no matter what your fitness goals are, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing- we're all here for one thing and that is to improve how we're attacking life. And that's the goal of the fitness project. So it is a six week program and it kicks off January sixth, but enrollment is live now. And the exciting thing is we also wanted to make it extremely affordable. Mm-hmm. So with obviously one on one touch points, it's it's a little bit different because we're only so many people. we can only give so much attention to certain people. And what we want to do with the fitness project is we want to make it so that everyone who wanted to get a leg up on this new year can join in. And so the fitness project is only two ninety seven in total in total. and mm-hmm. so, between everything you get, between the coaching calls, between the email check-ins, the community page, the workout plans, everything like, it's all there for you to succeed, and we're really excited about launching.
1: Yeah, so it is live now. You can get the link in the notes of this podcast or any place that you find us on social, and it is going to be open until New Year's Eve. So as long as you're listening to this before New Year's Eve, you can be a part of this project So and start your, your own fitness project
0: exactly that's what it's all about love it well so thank you all for tuning in if you love this podcast shout us out let us know leave us a review on iTunes and above all else have a wonderful holiday season have a really amazing time with those that you love and thank you for being here and just remember to be a light and inspire others to believe in more we'll see y'all bye guys thank you for tuning in today to my journey i hope this episode brought some value and light into your life if you love this podcast please leave us a review on itunes and shout us out on your instagram stories so we can share this message with as many people as possible and if you're ready to start your own journey reach out to me at BrianPickwist.com forward slash start and until next time thank you again and remember the journey starts with you i'll see you guys